Hello, my name is Opal Singleton. I'm the president and CEO of Million Kids. I'm also the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. We have conducted tens of thousands of hours of research on various subjects, such as sextortion, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, uh, child pornography, and social media exploitation over the past 10 years. Today, I wanna to talk about money laundering and human trafficking. The uh, FinCEN, which is the Financial Crimes uh, Enforcement Network, uh, a, a federal agency, has released um, a while back a advisory regarding money laundering and human trafficking. It's taken me a while to get back to it uh, because of all the cases that we're working with, but this is an important story, an important advisory, and I really want to bring it to your attention. This is a Me and Kids Insider Alert. We do them regularly whenever there's breaking news or new research or new technology that needs to be addressed. And I think that this qualifies for that. Uh, human trafficking, as most of us know, is a $150 billion industry. Have you ever thought about where that money goes? That's a lot of money. And of course, there's all kinds of federal laws about moving money. So, you know, and a lot of times these are done with gangs and cartels that are also doing drug money. That's even a lot more money and, and uh, uh, gun trafficking. So how do they move the money and how does this intersect with human trafficking? I think this is an important story because in the last 18 months, 24 months, I have seen five very large sex trafficking rings operating here in Southern California. And these are all about money laundering. One of the big ones that got my attention was the Jerry Wang case out of uh, San Gabriel. And it ran from Ventura to San Diego and out into Palm Springs and even here in Riverside and San Bernardino. It was so large that they actually had uh, 50 different bank accounts in nine different banks. And they were buying and selling real estate, one of the people in the ring. This is important. I talk about it on my various radio shows that I do because I want sex buyers to understand, while that looks like just a simple, maybe little Asian or Hispanic massage parlor down the street, just to drop in for a quick uh, quickie, okay? Uh, it's a harmless act. But what you don't realize is that you are part of a large-scale international sex trafficking ring. And so what happens here is they often bring the people in. They can, they can become in either legally or illegally. They may know in some cases uh, that they're going to conduct prostitution when they get here. In other cases, they're tricked. They think they're going to go to school or get a job here. And then what will often happen is they will be forced into helping move that money. You see, dirty money, whether it comes from guns or drugs or sex or whatever they're doing, dirty money has to be sanitized, it has to be cleaned up, it has to be moved through another element so that it can then transfer out in other kinds of transactions that won't look like a criminal activity. And so this is taking place in our own neighborhoods, but the money is ending up back in Belize. You know, I often share with guys, you know, you're exposing yourself and your family maybe to the Bangkok drug cartel in the case of one of the cases that's mentioned here in the advisory. So what is happening here is that they give a couple of cases in their story that I want to uh, itemize and bring to the attention because one of them 
let's see if I, I thought I had it right here handy, sorry. Um, one of the cases was the Thai massage uh, parlor that, or the Thai massage ring that took place over in uh, Los Angeles. It was actually, uh, I really wanted to find this here before we get into it. Well, let me, let me start talking a little bit before we get into their examples. Let me start talking about how this works. They may have a front company. This is often true, especially in massage parlors. Uh, one way that you deal with massage parlors is you get your city council to change the regulation so that if a massage parlor is shut down for illicit activity, that you can't just transfer that off to somebody else, that the landlord cannot rent to a similar kind of business for three years. Because historically, these are um, Asian in nature, often people from China or Thailand or um, it, it, a lot of times Cambodia or uh, even Vietnam. And so they already have a backup plan so that if they get picked up, it's immediately transferred. So human trafficking will ex uh, companies will establish uh, front companies and then transfer them off. They were seeing in their report examples of labor and sex trafficking, massage business, escort business, bars, restaurants, cantinas, um, so they can be a, a legitimate business that is a front for another business. Uh, another one is exploitive employment practices. We see this in care homes, like those six-pack care homes where they're in private residences and they only have six beds and often run from people from the Philippines. And uh, they will look immaculate, but what you'll find is the people pay money to get the job there. Uh, they come in on legal visas, but they're withholding their pay. They force them to sleep on the floor. They're withholding their passports, and they're threatening their families back home. Funnel accounts. This is what we saw in the Jerry Wang case. Funnel accounts involve an individual or business account in one geographic area that receives multiple cash deposits in small amounts below the cash withholding threshold. Uh, and then they're withdrawn in other locations, other geographic areas, with a small amount of time elapsing in there. So they'll use interstate funnel accounts, and this uh, report identifies that too. Traffickers will maintain the control of the victim's bank account, and they will use third-party people to go in and make the withdrawals. Alternative payment methods, this is one that we're starting to see more and more of. Uh, in addition, by the way, uh, you'll see these in uh, uh, cyber sex on demand, in webcam sex, in uh, interactive pornography. You're seeing more and more. When I did the uh, internet, uh, excuse me, the insider alert on uh, Pornhub recently, uh, you know, amateur pornography and uh, interactive pornography is two of the fastest growing segments of Pornhub. And as you will start to see, and I, I talk about this when I talk about the vortex of the four major technologies coming together, uh, the mass audience live streaming, the money transfer, the artificial intelligence, that ability to interact, you're going to see webcam sex be a world-class kind of crime. I believe it'll be the biggest crime in the world, but think about the ability for 
uh, money laundering because they just simply take a woman or a man or a child and put them in front of a video cam to commit a sex act and you can talk to them live streaming back and forth and all that billing is going to a third party biller. And so you will never be able to locate the victim that is being victimized, but mass amounts of money are being accumulated in these subscription services. And then that money is put into an account and then they may put it into uh, casino chips and casinos are very concerned about it. They watch for cash transactions. Um, I personally have trained casinos, I've trained banks. Uh, to look for this kind of thing because, uh, or, and I train realtors and title companies and escrow companies because they'll have a straw buyer or maybe they'll have a, a personal uh, a note being taken back and then paid off very quickly. So it looks like a real estate transaction and nobody questions where the initial money comes from. Uh, this one is talking about virtual currency prepaid cards, mobile payment applications, convertible virtual currency. Buyers of commercial sex use prepaid cards. That's a huge deal. And these sex ads, a meth method of payment using funds paid in advance, which can be acquired anonymously with cash or on darknet websites, or even on what they call a bullet uh, proof hosting sites. Those are those sites that run out of third world countries. So you have third world processors. So this article is an excellent article. I, uh, can, I would encourage you to look at it. They talk about behavioral flags here uh, and what you can look for in how all of this works. Some of the behavioral flags, a third party speaks on behalf of a customer. In other words, they say, well, this person doesn't speak English, but I'll help them out here. Maybe a third party insists on being present to, in the uh, every aspect of the transaction because they want to control what is happening. A third party attempts to fill out the paperwork without consulting the customer. A third party maintains possession or control of all the documents and all the money in the transaction. A prospective customer uses or attempts to use third party identification or someone who's not present to open an account. A third party attempts to open an account for an unqualified minor. A third party acts of, of physical aggression or intimidation towards a customer. These are all things you'll want to watch for if you're in the financial business, whether it's escrow, whether it's title, whether it's banking, whether it's a, a cash um, uh, check cashing is often that kind of thing. By the way, it will often happen also with uh, People who are not documented that need to get funds to go back into El Salvador or Guatemala or Honduras and these check cashing companies do that transfer. Oftentimes they will blackmail the people, they will uh, track the transaction and they will use that for money laundering. A customer who shows poor hygiene, malnourishment, fatigue, signs of physical or other sexual abuse, physical restraint, confinement or torture. In other words, it doesn't look normal. It's one of those things where there's something not right here. I don't know quite what's going on. That's because a lot of times, especially in sex trafficking victims or labor trafficking victims, they, they keep them confined. They don't let them have an opinion. They don't have control of their own body. They will often work them 20 hours a day and not let them sleep. So they'll be sleep deprived. They may be very hungry because they'll have a quota. And if they don't, do such and such, they won't get to eat. 
A customer shows a lack of knowledge of their whereabouts. They don't know where they're at. Uh, they don't know where they live. They don't know their own address. And maybe that person is scripted. Now, this article also has some great financial indicators. It's an excellent article. I encourage you to download it. Uh, customers frequently appear to move through and transact from different geographic locations in the U.S. You want to keep an eye out if these transactions are taking place all over the U.S. Uh, these transactions can be combined with travel and transactions to foreign countries that, that are especially foreign countries that are known for human trafficking. Those are countries like China and Taiwan. Uh, the trafficking in person report uh, identifies as Thailand, Malaysia, uh, Burma, which is now Myanmar, uh, Cambodia, Eastern Europe is, uh, is well known for it. A lot of your South American countries are known for it. Transactions are inconsistent with a customer's expected activity or line of business in an effort to cover for other trafficking victims. Living expenses, including housing, hotels, residential trans uh, transportation, uh, medical expenses, uh, clothing, grocery stores, and like that. Transactional activity largely occurs outside of normal business operating hours. That's especially if you're watching with their use of credit cards or third-party credit card processors. You have a massage uh, operation that's taking in a lot of money on a credit card at 11.30 at night or 1.30 in the morning, or a tavern, or a cantina, um, or even aromatherapy shops, or uh, truck stops, or gas stations even, that kind of thing. Bars is another one you'll want to watch. Uh, transaction occurs out of the normal business and makes cash deposits with no ACH payments connected to it. Uh, your bankers will know what that's about. Individual frequently purchase and uses prepaid access cards. If that is the normal way of doing business, then you want to watch for money laundering because that's telling you that there is unusual business activity. A customer accounts share common identifiers since it's the same phone number, email, social media handle associated with escort agency websites or commercial sex advertisement. Frequent transaction with online classified sites that are based in foreign jurisdiction. Big red flag, big red flag, okay? A customer sends or refreeze via cryptocurrency or dark net markets. That, that's a big, big red flag right there. Frequent transactions using third-party payment processors that conceal their originator or beneficiaries of the transaction. And finally, a customer avoids transactions that require identification documents or that trigger reporting. These reportings are usually around the 10,000. Here's the case study that they talked about. I caught it immediately uh, on here because uh, they gave two case studies. One of them was uh, from El Paso, Texas. I'm looking for the one that was uh, low cash. Uh, here we go. Here's the one I was looking for. Uh, December 2018, 36 defendants were found guilty in St. Paul, Minnesota. Now, this has to do with Los Angeles, okay, and sex trafficking. So don't let this throw you off. This is a large-scale sex trafficking ring of women from Thailand. Many of these women owed their captors more than $60,000. They came in legally, and they knew they were going to conduct prostitution in Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Dallas, Chicago, all over the United States. 
But what happened is that what they got here, they thought they'd make this money and just send it back to their homeland in Bangkok or Belgium in this case. And it didn't work that way. Once they got here, they found out it was much more violent, much more um, uh, compromising than they ever thought possible. Forgive my phone, sorry, happens here. Anyway, uh, what happened is this, they were making tens of millions of dollars. I need to shut that down. They were making tens of millions of dollars here. And this is coming out of Los Angeles and the oil fields in North Dakota and like that. And all of this money is going back to Bangkok and Belgium, tens of millions of dollars. They also talk about one in El Paso uh, here that was interesting because it appears to me that uh, the, uh, the Perpetrator in this case is a West Side City Crips gang member from Phoenix, Arizona. And this had to do here, it says, uh, they revealed that Hall brought the victims to Texas from Arizona, where victims were forced into prostitution, beaten, and suffered threats of violence. They determined that it was the West Side City Crips. So it's a local gang, and they are laundering the money through Bitcoin, okay? During the investigation, they determined that uh, from the Bitcoin wallet information that they were using Visa prepaid credit cards where they used to purchase Bitcoin on the Paxful virtual currency exchange. Then what happened is the Bitcoin were used to purchase prostitution ads. In other words, they were selling the girls and advertising them and they undercovered and disrupted an attempted murder for hire. These are big organizations and they are literally in your own backyard. So what I want you to see is that sex trafficking is a massive enterprise, whether it's a local Crips gang, whether it's an, uh, a Chinese massage parlor, whether it's a, a Bulgarian uh, massage parlor, or whether it's a, a, a large scale ring operating in Chino Hills or or um, we had one, Sophia Navas uh, had $1.5 million between her and her daughter operating out of a townhome in Irvine. So it is happening in your community. And what I want you to see is how they launder this money. I highly recommend that you go on and read this article in full. It will educate you heavily. Share these Million Kids Insider Alerts with everyone you know. Please go to meandkids.org and sign up for more of these alerts if you want. We are the go-to resource here for the latest research, the latest technology, the latest uh, analysis of what is taking place in a global trafficking market that is happening in your community. Help us fight with this. If this is helpful to you, please donate to Me and Kids at going to meandkids.org and hit that donate button. I'd like to get your feedback and your input if you would, okay? So please write to me at Opal at Me and Kids or go to the bottom of this insider alert and give us your comments. Thank you, I hope it was helpful.